Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna Wa yarudha Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan Abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah In continuing our discussion About those principles and guidelines For the purification of the soul I would like to first remind everyone And myself included that this topic of the purification of the soul is one that is of extreme importance and everyone should make it their life mission to purify their soul and to be concerned with the health of their soul. With regards to those things by way in which will bring purity to the soul, then bila shak wa bila raib. At the head of them, it is at-tawheed. At the head of them, it is at-tawheed. التوحيد أصل ما تسكو به النفوس because توحيد is the origin this is the foundation by way in which the souls will be purified by way in which the souls will be clean and it is incumbent that we reflect upon this because the shaytan he has many tricks for individuals if he cannot convince an individual to have no concern for the health of their soul. If there is an individual who is concerned about the health of their soul and they are set in their thinking as relates to the health of their soul, then the shaitan, he will try to come and present things that will corrupt the soul as if they are things that will benefit, things that will destroy it and dirty it. He will present it as things that will save it and cleanse it. And for at the head of those things you will find is what? Shirkiyat. Those actions of shirk. As you find many of the individuals who quote unquote are given to care of their soul, being aesthetic inside of the dunya and so on and so forth. You will find with the many heretical beliefs, many heretical actions and so on and so forth. This is the or from the ultimate tricks of the shaitan. It is incumbent for us to realize and when we're speaking about cleaning our soul, purifying our soul, removing the, 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 the pollutants and the like from our soul, then at the head of that which will cleanse the soul, then it is the Tawheed. It is the Tawheed. Because this is the reason and the purpose by way in which we were created. Though this is the reason and the purpose that we were created for was to establish the Tawheed. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in His noble book, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ And I did not create the jinn nor mankind except to worship me, to establish the ibadah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the purpose for our creation. So if an individual wants to purify themselves, if an individual wants to clean their soul, then they have to establish the very purpose that their soul was created. The very purpose that they are present here in this dunya. The very purpose that they have been brought into existence. And that is to worship Allah and Allah alone. This is at the head of that which will rectify the soul. 
This is at the head of that which will cleanse the soul. As this is at the head of that which will rectify a society. This is at the head of that which will bring prosperity to a society. And that is the establishment of a tawheed. And for this fact, as Sheikh Abdul Razak, Bin Sheikh Abdul Muhsin Al-Abbad Al-Badr, he mentions, And this was the pivotal point of the call of the prophets and the messengers. And that was what? To establish the Tawheed. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in His noble book, and we have sent to every nation a messenger, to every nation. Every nation a messenger was sent to them, telling them to do what? To worship Allah and to stay away from the false deities. To worship Allah and Allah alone and to stay away from the false deities. This was the call, this was the pivotal point, this was the access of the call of the Anbiya and the Rusul. And that was to establish the Tawheed because at the head of that which will purify, cleanse, rectify, elevate the soul, then it is the establishment of a Tawheed. It is knowing who is Allah and worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala correctly. This is at the head of that which will cleanse and bring purity to an individual soul. The Shaykh he mentions, he says, because the Tawheed, it is the first thing that is an obligation upon an individual to enter into the deen of Al-Islam. To enter into the deen of Al-Islam, an individual he has to take his shahada. What is the first part of the shahada? Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. I testify and bear witness that nothing has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah. This is how an individual enters into the deen of Al-Islam. So bila shak bila right, would it be conceivable to think that that which will enter a person into Islam will not be that which will be cleansing of the soul? Will not be that which will purify the soul? Of course it is that which will purify the soul. Of course it is that which will cleanse the soul. So if we are concerned about the health of our soul, if we are concerned about our spiritual health, then we have to be of those who are concerned about Tawheed. Those who are concerned about Tawheed. Those who remember Allah much. Those who worship Allah and Allah Ta'ala alone. Those who their motivation is for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Those who they do things fi sabilillah. Those who they are looking to gain the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Those who they are running away from those things which will bring about Allah Ta'ala's anger. You will find that this is the way in which the soul will be purified by the establishment of a tawheed inside the life of an individual. The Shaykh goes on and he says, وَكَذَلِكَ هُوَ أَوَّلْ مَا يَجِبُ عَلَى الدَّاعِيَةِ And likewise, this is the first thing that is obligatory upon the one who calls to Allah is that they call the people to the tawheed. Like Mu'ad, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he sent him out to give da'wah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said to Mu'ad, when he sent him to Yemen, إِنَّكَ تَقْدَمُ عَلَى قَوْمٍ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ Verily, you are going to a people from the people of the book. You are going to a people from the people of the book. And I want you to understand this, and I want you to pay close attention to this hadith. Because you have individuals who believe 
that the people of the book, Jews and Christians, then they are people of monotheism. And this is incorrect. They are not people of monotheism, but they are people of shirk, as they make shirk, as the Christians make shirk when they pray to Isa. The Christians, they make shirk when they pray to Maryam. The Christians, they make shirk when they pray to the saints. They make shirk with the Pope. Likewise, you will find the Jews, they make shirk. They make shirk with their rabbis and so on and so forth. They make shirk. They are not people who are monotheist. Their religion is not a religion that is monotheistic. But rather their religion is a religion that is polytheistic. Because they are upon shirk. And what is the proof that they are upon shirk? Is that the Prophet sallallahu sent Mu'ad to Yemen to a people who were from the Jews and the Christians. And then the Prophet sallallahu he told him, فَلْيَكُنْ أَوَّلْ مَا تَدْعُوهُمْ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يُوَحِّدُ He said, and the first thing that you call them to is to establish the Tawheed. And يُوَحِّدُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَىٰ To establish the Tawheed, to worship Allah alone, to establish the Tawheed. If they were upon Tawheed, then what will be the, the purpose for calling them to Tawheed? If they were upon Tawheed, why would the Prophet ﷺ tell him to go to them and call them to, to what they were already upon? The mere fact that the Prophet ﷺ instructed him to go to them and to call them to Tawheed is the indication that they were not upon Tawheed. And if they're not upon Tawheed, then how can they be believers? You see? This is another proof and evidence which shows and establishes that the Jews and the Christians, they are not believers, but they are kuffar, they are disbelievers. They are not our brothers in faith, not at all. But they are people who we are to call to and invite them to the true faith. This is very important that we understand this so that we can be a true benefit to the Jews and the Christians who live in our lands or the Jews and the Christians who we live in their lands that we call them to Islam we call them to that which will benefit them we call them to that which will save them from the fire this is how an individual who has a true sense of humanity will interact with the Jews and the Christians is that they will call them to that which will bring them the success they won't lie to them they won't flatter them they won't make them believe that they are okay but they will make it clear to them that what is correct, that which is right, is that all the ibadah belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this is what will clean them. And bila shakku bila right. If that is a cleansing agent for them, then it is also what? A cleansing agent for us. Because at the head of what the soul is cleansed with, at the head of what the soul is cleaned by, then that is the tawheed. The Tawheed, naam, the true belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what will bring prosperity to the human beings. This is what will bring prosperity to us. Is that we have to establish the Tawheed. Hada, aqulu qawli hada, wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum, wa li jami'il muslimin. Fastaghfiru, fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam, ar-rasulillah, wa ba'd. 
Alhamdulillah ala ni'mat al-Islam wa sunnah It is incumbent that we purify our souls That we clean our soul Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Inside of his noble book He gives a threat A promising threat To those who do not purify themselves. The Shaykh mentions وَقَدْ تَوَعَدُ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ أَلَّذِينَ لَا يَزِكُونَ أَنفُسَهُمْ بِالْإِشْ بِالْتَوْحِيدُ Allah Ta'ala, He gives a warning to those who do not purify themselves with التوحيد والإيمان Allah Ta'ala gives them a warning and a promise of العذاب الشديد a painful torment, a painful punishment يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ On the day of resurrection Allah Ta'ala He says وَيْلٌ لِلْمُشْرِكِينَ And woe to the polytheists Woe to the people of shirk Woe to those who make shirk Woe to those who are dirty with shirk Allah Ta'ala He says in the next ayah أَلَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْتُونَ الزَّكَاءِ وَهُمْ بِالْآخِرَةِ هُمْ Kafirun, those who do not, and inside of the translation of the noble Quran by Muhsin Khan, it reads, "Those who do not give zakat, but zakat is not translated. Those who do not give zakat, but zakat, the word is not translated, and they believe, وَهُمْ بِالْآخِرَةِهُمْ كَافِرُونَ, and they who don't believe in the last day." And those who do not believe in the last day, these individuals, they are threatened. Those who are dirty with shirk, and they don't cleanse themselves from the shirk, and they are disbelievers in the last day. Then these individuals, for them is the threat, these polytheists. Now how do we know that what is intended here in this area is a cleansing from shirk? Is to clean oneself from shirk by a tawheed. Qala Shaykh al-Islam al-Taymiyyah, Shaykh al-Islam al-Taymiyyah, he mentions في تفسير الآية السابقة in the تفسير of the aforementioned آيه وهي التوحيد It is التوحيد والإيمان It is التوحيد and it is faith الذي به يزكو القلب That by way of it, the heart is cleansed The heart is cleaned نعم And this is, and this shows us the importance of one Learning the Arabic language and two Studying the Quran Studying the Quran, studying the deen. Because without the two or four mentioned tools, or the tool of the Arabic language, and then studying the religion, an individual, he will not be able to come to the proper understanding of this ayah. That what is meant by, those who don't give the zakat, meaning those who do not purify themselves. Those who do not purify themselves from shirk. Why? Because the whale well is for the mushrikeen, those who people of shirk. Those who do not purify themselves from what? From the shirk. And how do you purify yourself from shirk? Is by way of tawheed. How do you purify yourself from kufr? Is by way of iman. This is how the heart is purified. Because you find inside of this, as Shaykh al-Islami goes on to mention, that in that you have the divine negation. You have a negation inside of that. A negation from everything. مَا سِوَالْحَقُ مِنَ الْقُلْبِ that you cleanse your heart from everything by negating from your heart everything that is other than the truth. 
and you also have therein an affirmation the affirmation of the heart inside uh, at the affirmation of truth inside of the heart Naam. And what is this divine negation and divine affirmation except for La ilaha illallah? Because we find inside of this kalima a negation and an affirmation. We find the negation inside of the statement La ilaha, that nothing has the right to be worshipped. Huh? This is negating. This is negating ibadah from everything. This is negating ibadah from everything. Illallah, except Allah. So inside of the statement, Illallah, then we have ibad. We have an affirmation. An affirmation of what? That all of the ibadah belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is at the first and at the head of what it means to negate from the heart everything outside of the truth and to affirm for the heart everything that is true. So at the head of what is negated from the heart, then it is shirk. And from the head of what is affirmed by the heart, from the truth, that it is tawheed. That all of the ibadah, it belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is at the head of what it, 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 this is at the head of what cleanses and purifies the heart. وقال الإمام ابن القيم الإمام ابن القيم he mentions وأكثر مفسرين من السلف ومن بعدهم that most of the scholars of tafsir from the salaf and those who are after them, they say that what is intended by zakah here is what? At-tawheed. Here, tawheed. It is the tawheed, the shahada, and la ilaha illallah, wal-iman, alladhi bihi yazqul qalb. It is tawheed, and it is the proper belief by way in which the heart is purified. Wa huwa aslu kulli ziyada. And because Tawheed is the origin of all pure, pure, purifying factors, of all purification, and all increasement in good is from Tawheed. It is incumbent that we understand this and we know the danger of that which is the opposite, the danger of that which will corrupt the heart, that which pollute the heart. Because from all of the things that will corrupt the heart, all of those things that will pollute the heart, all of those things that will damage the heart and bring filthiness and disgustingness to the heart, then the most filthy, the most disgusting, the most nasty, the most despicable, the most detrimental is shirk. Is shirk. Yes. Shirk is worse. Shirk is worse than the individual having a love and a lust for fawahish. And when you see this word, fahisha, inside of the Quran, fahisha, naam, generally what it points to are depraved, indecent, twisted sexual acts that are haram. This is what is meant. So, I, and, I'm, and I'm saying this because I want you to understand that when we say that shirk is worse, then an individual being a sexual deviant, then that is the case. So a mushrik is worse than a transsexual. A mushrik is worse than a person given to bestiality. A mushrik is worse than a fornicator. A mushrik is worse than one who commits adultery. A mushrik is worse. Why? 
Because the one who commits fornication, the one who commits adultery, the one who commits bestiality, the one who commits acts of homosexual, uh, homosexuality, all of these sins are forgivable. Whereas shirk is not forgivable. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, he says, that verily Allah does not forgive that partners are associated with him in worship, but he forgives other than that to whom he pleases. Other than that meaning from other sins, whether that is the sin of homosexuality, bestiality, fornication, prostitution, whether that is the sin of murder, whether that is the sin of theft, stealing, robbery, so on and so forth, all of that is forgivable. But if a person meets Allah with shirk, Allah will not forgive him. So now what is worse? That a person's heart is dirty with these depraved sexual acts or his heart is dirty with what? Shirk. It's, it's worse to be dirty with shirk. But for the one who has an aql, he wants to cleanse his heart from all of these things. He wants to cleanse his heart from shirk and from the love of lust and depraved sexual acts. He doesn't want any one of them. That makes sense. It is incumbent that we understand the stakes. Shirk is the type of sin that will destroy a person's good deeds. That will destroy a person's good deeds. It will render his good deeds null and void. They don't count. So of course, what can be worse than that? Because for murder, from theft, from illicit sexual acts, from, disres from disrespecting the parents, from, 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 from sin, it does not destroy all of a person's good deeds. But shirk does. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, showing that there is no exception. No one is justified in making shirk. Allah ta'ala, he says, وَلَقَدْ أُوحِيَ إِلَيْكَ وَإِلَّا الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ and verily it was revealed unto you and those who came before you. Meaning that what? That this is a rule that is that that that, that is applicable to the prophets and to the messengers, to the best prophet and the best messenger, Muhammad, and all of those prophets and messengers who came before him. So this is something, this is a rule that's that, that goes for all of humanity. No exception. No exception to this rule. And that is what? Allah Ta'ala, He says, لَإِنْ أَشْرَقْتَ لَيَحْبَطَنَّ عَمَلُكَ وَلَا تَكُنَّنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ That if you make shirk, if you associate partners with Allah, even you, O Muhammad, if you do that, then all of your deeds will be rendered null and void, and most definitely, undoubtedly, you will be from the losers. This is for what sin? Shirk. So if a person seeks to cleanse himself, then bila shakku bila rib, we have to cleanse ourselves from that which is the most and the worst of polluting factors, and that is shirk. That is shirk. Shirk is that deed that if a person does it, Jannah is haram for him. Shirk is that deed, is that sin, that if a person does it, Jannah, heaven, is forbidden. Forbidden. For what? For shirk. Will they enter into Jannah those who are murderers? Yes. We know the hadith of the man who killed 99 people making 100 when the, when, 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 when the monk gave him the, a bad fetwa, right? And, and his end result was what? The Jannah. 
But he was a murderer. Ah, you see? But shirk is that type of that type of sin that Jannah is haram. And who makes it haram for that person? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala says in his noble book, إِنَّهُ مَا يُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ And whoever makes shirk with Allah, then Allah will make heaven forbidden for that person. And in the akhirah, in the hereafter, the only two options, right? The final abode is Jannah or is hell. So if Jannah is forbidden, you can't go to Jannah, then what's the only other option? Hell. That's for who? For the one who makes shirk. So if we want to clean ourselves, then barely, most definitely, undoubtedly, we're going to clean ourselves from what? From the shirk, first and foremost, and of all those other nasty, heinous, ugly, and despicable sins. Ya ibadullah. It is incumbent, it is a must, that we understand that the way of purifying the soul is the way that is found in the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I don't care who the mystic is who claims that he will purify the soul. I don't care if he's floating in water, walking on air, and 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 and, and, and running, yani, flying around, and, and and so on and so forth. You will never purify yourself with the ways of polytheistic beliefs, superstitions, and so on and so forth. Person say, purify yourself, purify your soul, make a connection, go in a dark room and meditate, contemplate, so on and so forth. What is that? What is that going to do? Is this from the way of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi If it was any good, the Salaf would have beaten us to it. You think you're going to run upon some good that the Sahaba didn't know about? How many individuals they looking for answers in outside of Islam? Trying to meditate, they wanna, they wanna, yani astral project, and they wanna do tai chi, and they wanna, they wanna, they wanna, they wanna sit like a Buddhist, and for what? Yeah, Subhanallah. Do you think these things are gonna purify your soul? No, these are the essence of things that will corrupt your soul beyond corruption. These are the essence of things that will destroy your soul, because the purification of the soul is found in that which the Prophet Sallallahu purified his soul with that which the Prophet ﷺ taught to the Ummah to purify their soul, that which the Sahaba they were upon and by which it purified their soul. That's how we purify our souls. It's not found in the ways of the mystics. It's not found in the ways of the man that got the bitter abis as long as the eye can see. It's not found in the way of the man with the glowing turban that has lights upon it and so on and so forth. But it's found in the way of the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, which is not going too far to the left, nor going too far to the right. An individual doesn't purify his soul by staying away from things to his detriment of which he doesn't have to stay away from. Likewise, they don't purify their soul by indulging in things that are haram that they have been told to stay away from. How many of the mystics are given to intoxicants? Huh? And they say this is a part of their mysticism. Do you understand that, 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 you understand that the, the, the plot of shaitan is weak? The plot of shaitan is weak. You have those from the Sufiya who get high, who get drunk, and they say this helps them establish a, 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 yani a spiritual state of consciousness, and so on and so forth. The plot of Shaitan is weak. Shaitan don't come with new tricks. He bring the same tricks and he remarket them. Do you understand? That's the same thing the Rastafarians say. That's the reason why they smoking in weed to reach that spiritual state. It's a trick for them, but it's okay for us. It's bad for them, but it's good for us. Same thing. If it's bad for them, it's bad for us. Because if it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. It's not going to be good. So understand that the true purification of the soul is found 
and following the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, the true purification of the soul is found first and foremost in what? The establishment of Tawheed. Hada fa aqimu salah.